do I speak? Hi, Megan. Hi, Morgan. Wait, what's all after you? Call me by my full first name. I don't know. That's, that sounds so weird. That's very true. That's so weird because I thought the same thing as I was saying it out loud. And it did sound extra weird because I was rubbing oil on my face as I said it. So I had my like mouth stretched down. It was like Morgan. <laughs> when people call me by like my full first name, like people super close to me, I'm always like, ew. <laughs> I know. I'm like, am I in trouble? Is that what my name sounds like? Because I hate it. And, you know, I have this thing where I feel like everyone says my name differently. There are people that say Megan and people that say Megan. And I don't even know what's right and what's wrong. I think I say, because, oh, my God, no one cares. You but say Megan. I say Megan because I remember some, like, we were at a bar and some guy asked you. And I remember Lindsay being like, Morgan says Megan. <laughs> I was like, I don't hear, like, the difference. I can totally imagine that scenario happening. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember I was, like, so shook because I was like, I literally don't hear, like, the difference. And I, like, never realized. Megan, Megan. I mean, I exaggerate it when I say Megan. Like, no one's ever, like, unless they're joking around or, like, imitating the Drake and Josh, where he's like, Megan! <laughs> we don't speak about Drake on this podcast. I, I mean, the show Josh and Josh. Josh, <laughs> Josh and Megan. <laughs> but it's like Meg, because it's M-G. It's not M-A-Y. Uh, yeah, I'm probably inclined to agree with you. But in that case, you say it wrong. <laughs> no, because I say Megan. Megan! But I don't say Megan. But the two, <laughs> the two names you just said sounded exactly the same to me. I mean, it all sounds the same to me. And here's the thing. Like, my alternate identity is Megan because no one... People see, see the name Morgan and oh, they're yeah. just like, oh, it's Megan. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. And my alternate identity is Megan with an H. <laughs> oh, Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Megan, with, with an H, but you know. <laughs> horse girl. <laughs> Such horse girl energy. Big Which front funny. teeth I energy. Was, I was big horse girl in my younger years. <laughs> I've, like, never liked horses. <laughs> like, I literally had, like, a shelf full of, like, horse figurines. And I, like, wanted my grandma to buy me a horse. And then... They're like, we don't live in a place where you can have a horse. (laughs) (laughs) You live in Texas. That's the same thing. Exactly. I was like, because I saw this thing the other day that was like, and by the other day, I mean some point between 2019 and now. I know. Dude, 2022 is literally in four months, like four and a half months. So stop. I saw a meme about that this week and I'm just, and I wanted to. Scream into a pillow. Because the other day I was like, oh, yeah, like, it was, like, 2018, like, two years ago. We were like, that's, like, almost four years ago. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> that time frame, too. You know, 1990 was 10 years ago. Yeah. There's past the year 1995. That's how my head works, but my head hasn't caught up to the fact that people who are 
born in the year 2000 are literally 21 this year. Sickening. I am There's like bars with children who were born in the year 2000. There's like adults running around right now that were born after 9-11. So true. Oh my god, yeah. Disgusting. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, we were kids when 9-11 happened, but we were kids, but we still remember, like, everything about it. I was not like a toddler. I was in fourth grade. What am I, 86 now? (laughs) Well, like, don't you remember, like, hearing about it that morning when you were getting up for school? No, that's what I'm saying, like, yeah. Yeah, we were kids when it happened. But it oh, like, yeah. I was, like, a grown kid. I was, like, almost a teenager. And I'm still young, so I don't understand how there's, like, adults that, like, were born after it happened. Yeah, that's really fucked up. Imagine being a teacher, like, currently. Like, if you've been a teacher for the last, like, however many years, and all of a sudden one day it switched where these kids just didn't know what, like, you had to, these kids didn't know what the fuck it was. Ew. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Ew, I hate time. But but like the crazy thing to me is is like that we are still young. Are we? No, we are. We really are. <laughs> We're not even in our 30s. So it's like, I don't know. It all anyways, what I was saying was um I saw this thing some point in my life that was like you're either a dolphin girl or a horse girl growing up. A what and girl? I- what was the first one you said? a dolphin oh but like I was not either of those things <laughs> oh I'm definitely horse girl and Katie my best friend I don't know why I had to qualify that but for the listener not uh, my Katie best friend Megan's Katie best well yeah friend. you do kind of have to qualify it because there's two separate Katie's and they're both best friends to us and um and that's funny because she was she would be major dolphin girl. She like had you know like how you could like adopt a whale. <laughs> yeah. She like adopted a whale, <laughs> and they like sent her pictures of her whale and stuff. Not a dolphin, <laughs> but still very like strong dolphin girl energy. Yeah, I was a horse girl, and that's probably why we hated each other when we were kids. I wasn't any of those. I don't even know what I was. You just goth from the womb. <laughs> <laughs> honestly I feel like I was like really into like at one point I had like a rock collection I think I was like very into history I had like that was like my thing that's fun I actually really I like history but like in school like I wasn't like a kid who was reading about the founding fathers yeah I was like too busy like watching the craft and like yeah, but I was like a witch kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're that, you're that outlier. I'm like quirky. I'm like different. Like not like yeah. other girls. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't have any girlfriends because girls are just like so much drama. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, when I was like really young, like really young, like elementary school, maybe middle school, I like played into that. Like <laughs> girls are catty or like whatever. And now I'm like, I'm literally only friends with girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know, I don't, what was it with, like, being young and thinking that it was, like, cool to be a tomboy? Yeah. And I definitely went through that. But it's like, I'm not, I'm not that. I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty, like, girly. 
yeah. as much as I, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being a tomboy either, but for some reason it just became cool to like be a tomboy. So I went through this phase where I wore like basketball shorts from like the oh, tomboys section, but I would wear them with like Hollister graphic tees and like Etni sneakers. <laughs> like literally come at me in seventh grade. That's what I'm wearing. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm wearing like rocket dogs. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, Those are like dressy shoes. Like if I wanted to dress up a pair of basketball shorts, I'd throw on some rocket dogs. <laughs> I literally never have owned a pair of basketball shorts in my life. I like won't. I think they're so ugly on men. On men and well, and women <laughs> and non-binary. They're ugly unless you're literally playing a game of basketball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they are they are clearly made for function, like work out and play basketball. Don't like wear them to the club. Truly. Sign sealed delivered. And that's the pod. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Let's not revisit our adolescence for much longer. <laughs> well, hi Megan. Long time no talk. I know, for real, and literally for you. Are you okay? Are you winded? Are you going to make it? <laughs> I'm fine. Just had a... Um, okay, first of all, let's just clear the air here. Me and Megan have to had to take a two-week break because of multiple reasons. One, Busy Phillips sent us a cease and desist <laughs> with very threatening, life-threatening language, and so we actually had to go into hiding for the first week. <laughs> And then that turned into me and Megan getting into this giant fight because I said, I told you not to bring up the Busy Phillips stuff <laughs> on the podcast, and now my life is ruined, and I'm hanging out in the Cayman Islands, and fucking Army Hammer's here, and, like, <laughs> is he going to kill me and eat me? And so me and Megan weren't speaking, and so that's why we had to take two weeks off. It was a whole lot of drama. Um, Rocky ended up being a mediator, and we had a mediation, and we're back. Business only. Um, I still hate her guts off the air. <laughs> But so that's where we were allegedly. Pretty much sums it up. I mean, I see no lies. Also, Megan went to Phoenix and I was sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. <laughs> um, why were you in Phoenix? I didn't ask you. <laughs> um, but like, I'm just trying to take advantage of this like flexible work schedule while I can. So I really just went like for fun. And that was one of the only weekends that worked for a majority of the people who I wanted to see while I was there. So I went for it. Phoenix in July for fun. I know. Dot, dot, dot. By a choice. I had the same thought. But, you know, I'm tan. Okay, shit. She's an island gal again. <laughs> Um, yeah, Megan was in Phoenix, and then I was sick. I feel fine right now. Um, I'm, like, obsessed with this. Normally, I'm a Theraflu kind of gal, but they didn't have that on the... Oh, oh my God, New Orleans has GoPuff right now, by the way. Oh, my God, congrats. Thank you so much. They didn't have Theraflu on GoPuff. They had the Vicks VaporRub version of okay. fair flu and not spawn but i fucking wish they were y'all i'm like addicted to this shit next time you're sick get the vix vapor rub like flu therapy tea the lemon honey oh it's 
it's like it's like minty because it's Vicks, but it's also yeah. like very honey flavored. It's so good. I'm like so addicted to it. It's drowsy, so I can only drink it after I get off work. Even okay. though it does not make me drowsy, but you know, yeah. just to be safe. Um, but like I literally like count down the minutes until like I'm off work so I can go drink a cup of it. It's so good. Oh, so That's I just had a lovely. Yeah, it's um phenomenal. Highly recommend, not sponsored, but Vix, if you're listening and you want to ruin your brand, sponsor us. <laughs> um, but I had a cup right before we started recording. So right now I feel fine. Nice. I'm really not much of a tea drinker when I get sick. I feel like I just need to like swallow a pill and pass out. Like a cup of tea is a large commitment when you're sick. Oh, I'm not a tea drinker ever. I don't like tea. Um but I like drinking Theraflu like right before I go to bed because it's usually like drowsy and it's kind of like soothes your throat. And then I found that like when I do that, like I'll drink it right before I go to bed. And when I wake up in the morning, I feel like a lot better. Oh, well, that's good to know. Yeah. So, yeah. What's been new with you? What's the 411? I haven't spoke in a minute. I know. Well, not much. Just like I said, been Phoenix hanging out for a bit. Um, just literally nothing has changed in the city quite yet. I have some visitors coming this month, which is exciting. Um, my best friend Katie will get here tomorrow. And then, oh. in a, and then in another week, uh, my friend Gina gets here. So we're f- excited for that. Just kind of hanging out. We had a really dank dinner this last weekend for restaurant week. So, like, Lauren and I went out and went to the nines for this dinner, like, four courses. And it was Indian food, yum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just the little things over here that make me happy. Um, I can't think of anything else new and exciting. My return to office date officially got pushed back to October today, which is sad. And I think it'll probably get pushed again. But, so, you know, we're just over here living our lives while we can. Dude, I fucking love restaurant week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I think you to go eat four courses for a slightly reduced price. I'm here because I would probably order four courses anyway. Yeah. If you guys have never gone out to a restaurant for restaurant week, highly recommend. They have like a reduced price. They have a set menu usually where there's like three different meal options you can choose from. And it comes with like, you know, like a drink, a salad, a meal, a dessert. um, Mm -hmm. And super good. So, and and, like every city I've ever lived in does it. So, yeah. And it's a fun excuse to just like go to a fancy restaurant you've been wanting to try on like a weeknight. (laughs) They do it on weekends, but, you know. Wow. Well, are you wanting to go back into the office? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You know, it's been a long time of work. I love working from home, and I want to continue to have that, like, flexibility. But I was excited for this, like, a semblance of returning to normal and, like, having a reason to leave my apartment, like, interacting with my coworkers, having that, like, social aspect of work back again. But a little bit longer. Yeah. Well, I think it's the right choice, but it's depressing because, yeah, I don't want to fucking lock down all winter again. 
Yeah, winter is definitely hard, especially when you live in like a city that's like where it snows and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you? I know, well, not work wise, just life wise. Life wise, I literally haven't left my house in two weeks. Oh yeah, Louisiana is like really not doing great. Um, and by not great, I mean we're literally the worst state in the entire country for COVID cases. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, and at God, one point, like beating out Arkansas and everything. We've been literally the worst state for like two and a half weeks now. Oh no! And uh, at one point I, over the weekend, I think we were like the worst place in the world for like cases per capita. So Yikes. yeah, that's what's been going on here. So what throughout this? Sorry, I just want to say throughout this pandemic, you and I have been in the states that are the worst. Like you start, like you and I started in Washington and New York. I stayed in New York. Then I went to Arizona when Arizona got the worst. And now you're in Louisiana, which is the worst. Yeah. Are we the virus? I am the virus. Well, the first case in the U.S. was in Seattle. And that's when I was living there. Yeah. Um, and then the first Delta case in the U.S. was in Louisiana. So what? Oh, really? oh God, I've stopped reading so much of the news. Like when the, and like I hate it. I hate saying that because I personally think people should read the news to stay informed. Whether it's you know make your own opinions and decisions, but like be aware. Um, but I was consuming so much news for like the the beginning of this and for like the whole next year and now I'm just kind of like I can't really do it anymore <laughs> well there's like nothing you can do that you haven't already done you get back you got vaccinated yeah you wear a mask you stay socially distant like it's like okay <laughs> yeah so it's just like it's just, I'm not gonna be the one that finds a cure so <laughs> right it's just truly kind of like depressing at this point because like you said I have done everything I can do like I've done my part and now like, I feel like we used to watch the news so we could, like, inform ourselves on what not to do or what to do. Or, like, we watched the news in hopes of, like, a vaccination, like, news about the vaccination. And now that's all done. So it's, like, all right, just depressing. I've done my part. And now people are just trying to ruin another year. I know. So, Yeah. That's what's been up with me is like literally nothing at all. Have not left my house. Shitty, um, I'm sorry, but I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Um, I like don't officially have COVID for anybody. It's like you are sick and now you're saying blah, blah, blah. It's like hard for me to ever know like what I'm sick with because as you guys know, I have like major sinus issues all the time. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like I feel fine. Um, so yeah, and then they they canceled Jazz Fest, which is a huge music festival here. That's mm-hmm. gonna, it's gonna be like in October, and that was the wasn't that rescheduled already? Yeah, it was already rescheduled, and so I'm just like really hoping that they don't cancel like another Mardi Gras because right at that point I'm like, what is the point of this life? Right, they um. I know it's so weird because it's like there are still so many big events moving forward, but people are starting to like 
cancel things. Like there's a concert in Central Park happening like two weekends from now. It's supposed to be like 60,000 people. Like Lollapalooza just happened. Here the Gov Ball is supposed to happen at like the end of September. And it's just like, ugh. It's like that dread of like, is it going to happen or is it going to not? Um, fucking ruin my life. BravoCon was postponed. Which is Bullshit. which is real sad. Like that's the final straw. Fucking wear a mask <laughs> and get your goddamn vaccine because because of you all, I can't go to BravoCon for my birthday. So asshole, you, you will hear from my lawyer, Rocky Tom Girardi. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, just kidding. I'll fire up because I just watched Bev Hills. So <laughs> yeah, dude. Mardi Gras gets canceled for another year. I think, like, someone really should come, like, check on me. I think that I should I honestly be, like, institutionalized. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, are you really going to have a third pandemic birthday? For my 30th birthday, I'll, like, fucking fight people in the street. I swear to God. <laughs> like, I don't even care who you are. You're just passing by my house. It's, it's on. It's on site. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that would be sad. Yeah, I'll I'll really freak out. There's reason to be optimistic, but there's also also (laughs) not. (laughs) I will say, though, that um, vaccinations have gone up in Louisiana. So I think people are starting to take it more seriously down here. I don't like to, like... I don't like to enforce like any stereotypes of the South. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um yeah. Um also I just want to say like I complain about this stuff, but like clearly based on what I've talked about just now, like I'm living my life. Like I'm traveling, I'm doing going to restaurants, I'm going out. So like I'm my life is not as greatly impacted by this right now as I'm sure many people's are at this point to me it's just an inconvenience and I know that so many people have it worse than that so just want to say that yeah yeah I literally can't I was supposed to be in Seattle two weeks ago the same week that you went to Phoenix and I literally Mm -hmm. canceled because the same week because I was like I don't think that like it would be smart for me coming from Louisiana to go into like Washington yeah so yeah and I'm just really trying to stay safe because I have two friends coming in October and I just like really want to make sure that um it can still happen that's fun well yeah fingers crossed for that um yeah we'll stay optimistic yes sorry for the downer everyone but I've been inside my home for two weeks (laughs) um not that I go anywhere anyways but like I last week my neighbor had two porch concerts and one of them is a guy like I really love his name is Andre he plays the piano in the back of a truck and I didn't even go to that <sighs> well, good for you for staying home while feeling ill whether no matter what illness you have thank you um speaking of staying home though that means I've been watching television ah, hear it especially now that I have a tv actually um so, I finished. Got your tea in time before getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I I know, right? I finished um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm all cut up. Super good. Can't wait to season four. Um, I finally caught up on Grey's Anatomy. Wow. I know. I was only one season behind. And it's um, a very throwaway season. I mean, I, so it's very much something you can, um, like, nap through. <laughs> Yeah, well, I watched every episode, and I think it actually kind of helped me. This is kind of really random, but I have, like, a lot of anxiety about Seattle. Like, I can't really explain it. Um, But, (laughs) like, Seattle just, like, kind of gives me anxiety, maybe, because I was just, like, for, like, multiple reasons, I think. I think just because, like, I was so depressed and I was living there, but Uh at the same time, like, I really loved it. But also, like, I left thinking that I was still going to live there. Um, so I feel like I just like left kind of like in the middle of the night, like escaped a bad situation in the middle of the night. I mean, it kind of really was like that. Yeah. That's like when I was like, well, it was like the start of COVID and that's like when I was living in the Seattle chop. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. yes. And so like, I haven't been back since last August and I just, like, have kind of major anxiety about going back for, like, I don't know, numerous reasons. And I haven't even been able to, like, watch any show or movie that takes place there. And so oh. I, like, watched Grey's Anatomy. And then I got, like, really bad anxiety because they were talking about, like, COVID. And then they were talking about, like, the chop. And I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm just having, like, I don't know. And, but I think it kind of helped. Yeah. Um, Grey's so, like that. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have complicated relationships with Grey's Anatomy. And like that sounds stupid, but mainly because the show has been going on for so long. I just feel like it ha- for the people who watched and have watched so long at this point, it has some type of like, like, I don't know. There's something that puts people over the edge. Like for you, maybe it's Seattle. For me, for a long time, I didn't enjoy watching like medical shows because like hospitals were very like anxiety inducing. And then yeah. I have another friend who um well uh, who's like works in medical right now and like has a covid unit in her facilities and then like she stopped watching during the covid season because it was just like too too real like no separation between like work and you know that type of thing Um, yeah so i don't know just random thought but i feel like i've heard from many people that Grey's anatomy can be oddly like triggering Yet here we are, are like 17 seasons later, still watching. <laughs> it's sick. It's sick. <laughs> I know it's like a addiction, but like I'm glad I got through it, and I feel like it helped ease like some of my anxieties. Um, because I think that like I just kind of had like a lot of trauma from like that first um six months of 2020 that like yeah. I just like haven't touched like I was literally in a shooting the first January of 2020 yeah <laughs> and then like I was like living in the middle of the chop like hearing people get like screaming and police sirens and like tear gas it's like 24 7 and obviously like I have a privilege of like you know so many different layers but right. at the same time it was like not a great situation to be having to like be in lockdown in your apartment for like numerous reasons yeah no that's really depressing um and then yeah like I literally thought I was gonna like 
I could only live in Louisiana for six months. And so I like kept my apartment and then I had to go back and pack my apartment. But like, I didn't really, like I was only there for like a weekend. And so it's like, I didn't really say bye. Like I thought I was going to have to come back this year. I don't know. It's a whole thing. This isn't therapy time, but that's my reasoning. Um, no, but I, yeah, you're, I can get how that would be. I don't know. Traumatic. Anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah. Um, and so I caught up on that, and then I watched season one of Outer Banks <laughs> because I'm sick of um, feeling FOMO on TikTok about <laughs> Outer Banks. And I, towards the end, it got a lot better. The because last year when it first came out, I started watching it. And I was, like, super bored of it. I watched, like, the first three or four episodes. And I was, like, this is kind of boring. I'm not into this. And then I tried it again. I restarted from the beginning. And by, like, the third episode, I was, like, oh, my God, this shit is so boring. But I was, like, no, push through. And so I finished season one. And I actually started season two tonight. And towards the end of season one, it's so much better. So I'm not, like, in love with it. But I think it's fine. And, like, speaking of lockdown, I don't know why we're talking about lockdown so much. I feel like we're, like, manifesting bad shit. But, like, that show, when that show came out, that was, like, a lockdown day that I remember. I was, It was, like, a Sunday, and I was just, like, fuck it. I'm going to watch this whole damn show. And it was, and it was one of the days that I was, like, by myself. Like, Sarah and Doug had left at that point. So I was, like, I'm going to order food, and then I'm going to go get margarita. Like, it's so lame, but how, like... That show oddly holds like a special place in my heart just because like it gave me a good day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's maybe so that's why you're so fucked up and you think that JJ is the hottest. <laughs> you're drunk off margaritas and you fell in love. But I will say I know that you've watched only one episode of season two so far, and I am on episode. I think I'm on eight, so I have eight, nine, and ten left. So I'm almost done. Um shocked that it's taken me this long to be honest but the first at least like four episodes are so action-packed like it's almost like annoying how much happens like you just want a little bit of like pogue hangout action but they're constantly just like running and being arrested and like shooting each other it's a lot it's a lot okay First of all, let's circle back. Megan thinks JJ's the hottest. <laughs> I didn't really, we didn't talk about this enough. I'm so worried about Megan. She's clearly unwell in the head. Okay, I like that JJ is hot at all. I like don't get what's so shocking about that. First of all, no offense to this actor, <laughs> but like, I don't think he's attractive. <laughs> But, like, also, J.J., the character, sucks so hard. Yeah, he does. He's really annoying. But he's, like, I don't know. I could say that maybe he'll grow on you in the second season. And maybe he will. But, I don't know. Tried to fight it, but I couldn't. Uh, By the way, he, like, recently came out on, not came out, he came on to Instagram it was like, stop bullying my girlfriend just because, like, you're in love with me. And I was like, Megan? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's something about, like, the dirty, like, bad boyness of it all. But he's not even, like, a hot bad boy. He's just, like, 
you need like a guidance counselor in your life. <laughs> oh yeah. Like if this guy walked by me on the street without me having any association with like the character JJ in this show, I would not even look twice at him. Meanwhile, John B's out here being the hottest person. Well, and see, like, I can respect his hotness. Like, sure, I can respect that he's, like, a beautiful man. But he does nothing for me. I think he's hot, and I also like his character. Oh, well, not for long. Okay. But can we also talk about, you know who I think is kind of annoying? Key. Is that her name? Kia? Yeah, I think she's annoying, too. And then, like, in the episode one of season two, when she's, like, to Pope, she was, like, are you even a Pogue? And it's, like, girl, you're not a Pogue. <laughs> yeah, she gets even more annoying. Um, so prepare yourself. And, I mean, we're talking about so many characters, but Pope is obviously the best. Oh, of course. Yeah, he I like Pope a lot. And he got, like, hotter in the second season. I don't know. He had some type of glow up. He did. And I will say, I do think it was a odd writing choice to name them Pogues and name him Pope. Because they sound the same if you say it fast. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. I'm like, why? What was? Okay. Yeah, like, what's the point? Also, something I found out about that show, which reminds me of the time that we looked up the real time that Pearl Harbor happened and the time difference between Japan and Hawaii. <laughs> I don't um, know what- about <laughs> <laughs> on the day of finals anywho um and I was dr- drunk off margaritas and I had to go take a math final and I got a B <laughs> um anyways but I was like god I feel like they're talking about the Bahamas as if it's like right there turns out and I looked this up it's only a two hour flight from Charlotte North Carolina to the Bahamas yeah, I feel like that doesn't surprise me. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, me down here in the south, I'm like, North Carolina just feels like, because it's like, I have to go through Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina to get to, like, North Carolina. So I'm like, God, that feels like so far, like, up north of the south, like, the north part of the south. But, yeah, it's only a two-hour flight. Because I was like, they're taking that reeky-deeky little fucking plane to the Bahamas? And then I was like, God, and how, what are the chances they, like, go out into the ocean and they find this boat going to the Bahamas? And I'm like, oh, it's, like, two hours, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay, Megan. <laughs> I don't know. Good research, though. I'm here for it. Thank you. Um, Let me see what else my notes say. What other shows I've been watching? Oh, I've been watching Good Trouble, which you still need to watch The Fosters and get into Good Trouble. It's still, like, really all up on my um, Hulu. Like, Mm -hmm. every time I log on to Hulu, it's like, have you watched Good Trouble? Good Trouble. Hey, looking for a show? Try Good Trouble. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So. (laughs) Um, And then American Horror Stories. I'm caught up on that. I still haven't watched the... I guess last week's episode. I'm trying really hard to go slow on that show, but I don't know why. I, I don't, I just want to binge it, but I don't know. I try to save it to be like a tweet. But every week is a different story. Yeah. 
Well, I think I'm, I'm, last... I'm trying to savor it because they've been so good. That last episode with the influencers on Christmas was just like chef's kiss. So after I watched that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do one and done today because I don't want to like, you know, that was a good note to leave off on. Yeah. Well, and last week's episode was super good, too. So what's it about? Um, it's about um, an actor and like a rich girl getting a baby and being like haunted by a demon. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I um, mean, but truly, as someone who's so obsessed with the Sway House and, like, TikTok boys and stuff, <laughs> that her episode was just... Oh, loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I know. I feel bad, though, because that actor that played um, Artie in Glee, I can, like, never take him seriously. Uh, Yeah, and he was, like... I mean, spoiler alert, and he was, like, the last one left. Yeah. Because I'm like, aren't you Artie and Glee? <laughs> yeah. And, but, like, why did Charles Melton have to die first? I don't know. He's so Other hot. Spoiler. Yeah. Like, Melton, wow. To all directors and producers and casters, if you cast Charles Melton, give him the most screen time. <laughs> Please. He deserves it. Hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's so hot. Um, which, on that note, I was told today by a friend that Riverdale is back this tonight, too, for anyone who watches that. I didn't even know it was coming back, to be honest. I didn't even know that it went away. So I need to catch up on that because, yes, I'm a grown-ass woman, and I watch Riverdale. <laughs> Reaver. Riverdale. I watched Riverdale and then it was like the second season and I was like what the fuck is going on in the show? Oh yeah well don't worry we're at the point where there are Mothman and aliens. You know but I might get back into it because it's like, like now if I treat it like it's camp then I think I'd love it. Exactly. I think when I first started watching it I took it too seriously for some reason. Like, I don't know, I thought it was going to be, like, a gossip girl or, like, that type of thing. Yeah. And it's and you can't treat it that way. Because then you'll no. just be disappointed. You just need to appreciate it for the comedy it is. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. <laughs> Smile because it's camp. <laughs> it's Everything in life is either fashion or camp, so. Yeah. Um... What else is on my list? Oh, Donda, the album by Kanye West is still not out. He was, like, living in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Like, literally had an air mattress on the floor in one of the rooms so that he could finish the album. He had another listening party. The album is still not out. Are we surprised? Jerry says no. No. (laughs) I was cracking up at that meme of him that, like, showed him just standing in the room of his air mattress being like I've never seen a more divorced man (laughs) (laughs) there's rumors I don't know if you saw Dumois but there's rumors (laughs) that him and Kim like might be like getting back together but I don't think I don't know actually she went to both of his listening parties I kind of hope not I'm not gonna lie I mean same because Kim after she like announced that they were over she was like serving yeah, she was, like, living her best life. 
truly seemed like she felt happier. So. The tortoise shell attire in Rome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. I kind of hope not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They wore matching outfits both listening parties. I'm like, Kim. I don't think that they're getting back together. I think that they she's made it clear from the very beginning that they're still going to, like, stay a family. So I think that that's just part of that. I yeah. Know. I will say that family is, like, so good at co-parenting. <laughs> Seems like once you're in that family, you're just, like, in that family. That's very true and a good point. Um, speaking of that family, there's, like, so many rumors that Kylie Jenner's pregnant, and I honestly believe them, so. Oh, same. Um, speaking of, yesterday she turned 24, which. God. I'm 83. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and she, like, posted this picture, because people have been, like. Her nails, like, she keeps posting, like, old pictures because her nails are the same, and she, like, notoriously, like, changes her nails all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, she, like, posted this picture of her, like, in her birthday outfit because she, like, took a video, like, of course, like, waist up, and she was, like, wearing this green dress, and she posted a picture of her in the green dress, like, full body pics, and her nails are pink. And then, like, at the dinner that night, um, Kim posted on her, no one cares. Actually, you guys do care. That's literally why this podcast is here. Kim posted a Instagram pic of all their drinks and like them holding their drinks, but it's like just their hands. And she tagged Kylie and Kylie had different nails. And mm-hmm. then today Kylie like uploaded a video of her talking and she had the same different nails. So it's like the pictures she posted yesterday with her pink nails and her green outfit that were supposedly from yesterday weren't from yesterday because she had different nails yesterday. Yeah, she's pregnant. I I kind of think so too, but I also think that these like particular nails are like I don't think it's that big of a deal that she posted a picture that was maybe a week old for her birthday. Like maybe she took a fire picture a few weeks ago and she's just like, I'm gonna save that to post on my birthday. Well, here's the thing, but she wore the same outfit. Oh, so it's like she was trying to make it seem like it was. Yeah. Okay, I missed that, but... Megan, keep up. I, I literally cannot keep up with the Kardashian. And um, another person made a really good point. This is all from TikTok, of course. Another yeah. person made a really good point that no one posted pictures of her yeah. last night from her birthday party. Literally, I saw the same TikTok, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, no one. And also, here's another thing. The picture that Kim posted of all the drinks... Three are, like, orange-colored ones, and then three are, like, white ones. And they look like they're all in my, like, martini-type glasses. Um, and the orange ones were tagged as Kylie, Courtney, and Chloe. And people are like, what if those were the non-alcoholic ones and all three of them are pregnant? Okay, well, that's gone too far. But I did... But has it? Because remember, that's what we said last time when they were, like... It was, like, one day it was, like, Kylie pregnant, and the next day it was, like, Chloe's pregnant. And we were, like, that's so stupid. And then it was true. Okay, well, I would shit if Courtney's pregnant with Travis Barker's baby. But I also... But that would make sense why everyone was, like, congratulating them. Yeah, but I also thought that Courtney did not want to have another kid. 
she does want to have another kid, but she said that she only wanted to have another kid if it was with Scott, so that all have the same dads. But that was before she was like madly fucking not safe for work in love on Instagram <laughs> with Travis. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's hope that Chloe's not pregnant, or she is, and it's with a new man. And to the rest of them, best of luck. Yeah. At the end of the day, I would say the biggest takeaway from this is that Kylie's pregnant and Courtney and Chloe could also be pregnant. So, you heard it here first, but we heard it on TikTok. (laughs) Speaking of TikTok, by the way, I just need to um, talk about something. I'm rushing Bama right now. I'm a full sorority girl. My entire TikTok is sor- Alabama sorority rush week. Um, oh my god. Like every single video. Every single video and I'm living for it. Oh my god, that's hilarious because I've been really enjoying those videos of the girls and uh, most of them are southern even though I've seen some that aren't southern where they're wearing their like college shirts and they're like Hi, my name is Mara, and I'm going to find me my roll tide, you know. Hi, my name is Ella Springfield. I'm going to LSU Go Tigers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're literally so, like, animated, and they sound hilarious. And for I don't know. For some reason, I enjoy those. They're kind of comforting. They're so cute. I'm obsessed. Ella Springfield, that's literally her video. She's really going to LSU Go Tigers. Oh, cute. But, um, but no, this is different. This is Alabama Sor- Right now, it's Sorority Rush Week uh, in Alabama, Auburn, and um, Alabama State, and or University of Alabama. And there, oh my god, there's so many videos of these girls doing their OOTDs. Oh and my god. I'm so in love with these girls. I'm, like, hoping they all get bids on the houses that they want. Aww. And then there's these, like... It's, like, taking over. There's so many memes on, like, BuzzFeed and, like, Instagram and, like, Twitter. Because it's, like, everyone in the world is, like, obsessed with these girls rushing. And then there's, like, videos, like, making fun of them. And some of them are, like, nice making fun of them. And then some of them are, like, mean pick-me girls where it's, like, I... Like, we were talking about earlier where it's, like, oh, I'm going to make fun of them because I'm, like, a boy. (laughs) And it's, like, okay, you're embarrassing. Of course. It's, like, different strokes for different folks. But let them live. Yeah. So if you're not on Bama Rush TikTok, don't talk to me this week because that's all I care about. Tomorrow, I think, is bid day. <laughs> or either it's tomorrow or Friday. Oh, I think Friday's bid day. So we'll see who gets in their houses. There's like five top girls that everyone's following on TikTok. Oh, God, I'm just so stressed for them. And they have like the cutest outfits. And I found a lot of new boutiques because of them. Ooh. Um Anyways, but that's kind of a, a, that like their fates in the in these sororities are like based on these TikToks. Um, well, no, because it's like so much more goes into it. Like they pretty much are picked from high school. They have to get like recommendations from like sororities um, alumni from oh. before, like build a whole oh. resume, like um, but. <laughs> So, yeah, if you're not on Bama Rush TikTok, don't talk to me. But also, don't tell my dad that I'm watching anything Bama, please. (laughs) (laughs) Go Tigers, swear to God. Don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but really, don't talk to me. I'm doing the dance. Yeah. I don't even know um, the dance. I just do weird things with my hands. I might send you a few just so that you can also get on on it. Yeah, I was going to say, I would like to see this. So send me, like, the the faves. Okay, I'll send you the top five girls. And then, like, there's other people. Like, so many people. It's, like, the whole TikTok is, like, obsessed. It's, like, this whole world now. And, like, thousands of people are, like, rooting these girls on. And, like, there's been so many TikToks I've seen where it's, like, when you're, you're 35, never went to college. And you're working <laughs> your 9 to 5, but you spend all day hoping Hannah gets into Delta New. Oh, my God oh god i love them so much i'm so obsessed with them you guys trust get on bama rush tiktok anyways back to pop culture although (laughs) please that is pop culture um let's talk about this oh speaking of birthdays obama's 60 woo he had a huge party party in martha vineyard and like every celebrity went and people are mad. I know. And I'm like, I don't know. It looked fun. I wish I was invited. Yeah. I mean, is <laughs> like Lollapalooza, like I said, Lollapalooza is still happening. If they're, yeah. Well, yeah. like, please, all these celebrities are vaccinated and mass and they're all rich and they're spending time. Well, you know. <laughs> right. We talk goes like, yes, the celebs have certain privileges. But also, they've probably done their part, too. And they, well, I hate saying that because, like, I don't want to say that they are the same as us because they're not because they do their part in, like, massive mansions. But what the fuck ever. Happy birthday, Obama. (laughs) True. And say that. Um, Ross and Rachel, David Schwimmer, Jennifer Aniston. Let's just squash this right now. They're not dating. I don't want them to date. No, he's no offense. He's sad. <laughs> he's what'd you say? He's sad. Yeah. Yeah. His face is in permanent sad face. But also well, like I read all these like do spottings of him like by himself at bars or like with young girls. And I'm like, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We, no one wants them to date. Like no one asked for that. So why is this rumor starting? I don't know, but he came out today and was like, no, it's literally, like, not true. Did they maybe, like, bone it out after reuniting and having that whole, like, oh, we had a crush on you, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, maybe. I hope they did, but they're not dating. I hope they didn't. I don't really like David Schwimmer. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, no one does, but they can still bone it out. Um... Also, I thought I read somewhere that she has, like, a low-key normie boyfriend. Oh. Allegedly. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if I heard that. But I'd be cool with it. I am really stuck on her and Justin Theroux. Same. That one hurt hard. Like, it hurt hard when her and Brad both broke up all those years ago. But, ooh, that Justin one hit. That one was tough because they're both so hot. Yeah, he's literally so fucking hot. And he's so funny and nice. I Do you listen? I listen to this podcast called Smartless. And it has, like, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, um, and uh, 
Will Arnett. Ooh. And they, it's called Smartless. It's super funny. They, like, have a celebrity guest on every single week. And they recently had Justin Theroux on. And, God, he's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's also been on Jumois a lot lately, too, where he's literally just, like, hanging out and bopping around the city. And I'm just, with, like, friends and, like, going to these dive bars. And, oh, I just, like, where am I? Where am also, I? Also, his oh, I best can't. friend is Amy Sedaris. And, like, I'm obsessed with her. Oh, that's his best friend? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, yesterday was his birthday. He turned 50. Justin? Yeah. Oh, HBD, babe. Oh, God. Notice me, please. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but also don't, because I think I would combust. I would say, if he even looked in my direction, I would simply pass away. Dude, the Charlie's Angel movies were really such a sexual sexual awakening because, like, first of all, movie one, Sam Rockwell, the one yeah. scene, y'all know which scene in the yeah. lighthouse. You guys know. I don't even have to go into it. Yes. And then the second movie, Justin Theroux as an Irish mobster. Oh. Yeah. Why do you think I have such an obsession with Irish men? It all stemmed from that. <laughs> that he's so hot in that movie. Yeah. Seamus, is that what his name is? Yeah, like, literally murder me, shameless. <laughs> shameless. <laughs> Both. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, I don't even know how we got... Oh, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know. I know, what like, what are we talking about? I don't. I was like, wait, was he on Obama's birthday? Why didn't we start talking about him? He's in, he actually does have a new show on Apple TV Plus that looks kind of decent. And he had that really good show, The Leftovers, on HBO that I never watched, but I heard good things about. So maybe I should get into something he's actually in, just so I could have an excuse to have him on my screen all the time. Truly. Wow. Um, What else has happened in the past two weeks? Oh, speaking of new shows, have you watched The Prince yet on HBO Max? No, but actually, you know, I told you I was just watching Lisa on Watch What Happens Live. She was on with Gary. <gasps> Gary was on? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I haven't started watching it. Um, maybe I'll start watching that this weekend. But it's The Prince on HBO Max. It's an it's a animated show um, about the royal family by Gary Gennetti. But also, like, Housewives are in it. Yeah, and it's, like, all the housewives are in it because, like, Gary and Brad are, like, best friends with the, the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Both Gary and Brad have featured me on their Instagram stories. Oh, my God, yes. To um, name drop or whatever, but it's just factual they have. Oh, Actually, God. I think I've been on Brad's, so like, the glory days. The glory days of quarantine. I know, when they had Starbucks at their house. Yeah. So I think I've been on Gary's just once and I think I've been on Brad's three times, but truly, if you guys are not following Gary Janetti and Brad Gergeski, you're fucking not living. They're so funny. Yeah, we love them and I'm excited to watch that show. Same. I've been like watching the clip and they're super hilarious. Yeah, I think I have to be in the right mood for it and I'm trying to figure out what that mood is. I don't know, maybe I'll watch an episode after we record right now. I'm just, just in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> I think that's like a Sunday show for me. Like a oh, Sunday yeah. late afternoon. That feels like a... I assume the episodes are like half hour. Yeah. I, that feels like a right before bed show for me. 
Um, anyway, we're lame. Um, <laughs> speaking of HBO Max, I have to talk about The White Lotus because... Oh, yeah. It's unlike anything I've ever watched, to be honest. And I mean that in such a good way. It's so uncomfortable, but so good. So... I guess I'll give a little background because that was very vague, but it's a new show on HBO Max. It's like a limited series, even though it was just picked up for a second season, of course. Um, And it's about all these like different people that come together for like a lavish. Well, they don't come together, but they are at the same like lavish Hawaiian resort, just like at the same time. And it's kind of like the interworkings and like goings on in their lives and their backstories. It's very much kind of like a social satire and a lot of, and I sound like a douchebag saying this, but a lot of the humor is kind of like, like, I, it's very understated and like, I, I hate saying like smart humor, but like, honestly, kind of, um, it's not like in your face comedy ha-has. It's more <laughs> just like, it's more just like social situations that are like so ironically and satirically hilarious. I hear it's like so many good things. I can't wait to watch it. Um, it has like an all-star cast too. Yeah, it's like Connie Britton's in it, and she's married to like Steve Zahn. Um, Queen Jennifer Coolidge is in it, and she's really something else. Um, the girl, the young girl from Euphoria, Sydney Sweeney is in it. Another guy from Euphoria is in it. Um. That one guy that you see everywhere. <laughs> I don't. He was in like How to Be Single. Um, he's in it, and that other, and he's married to that other girl you see everywhere, in all movies and stuff. You'd recognize them when you saw them. And, like Molly Shannon comes in. So anyway, it's there's only like six episodes, and I waited a few weeks to start it, thinking that it was already over, but it's not. The season finale is this Sunday. And I'm caught up and ready for it. So I'll let you know how it ends. But so far, it's been quite a ride. And unlike anything I've ever watched before. And it's so good. Oh, I cannot wait to start it. Everyone's been telling me how good it is. And it it looks so good. But yeah, I just want to wait till it's over. So I can just like binge it. Um, I feel like it's not for everyone. Like, I feel like I know a lot of people who wouldn't like really get into it or like appreciate it. I think you would. Yeah. you're definitely gonna like it, but it's like I said, it's kind of like understated satirical humor. So if you're not into that stuff, probably not for you. Well, I can't wait. I've like not heard one bad thing about it. You yeah. said Dub Jennifer Coolidge lives down the street for me. Really? Yeah. You ever see her? No, but she is here because she just has a house here. But I don't think she like lives here full time. Oh yeah. But she is filming on the other side of my neighborhood right now. Oh my god, that's cool. Yeah, a show called, like, We Have a Ghost for Netflix. She is amazing, and I've said it so many times in this show, that, like, she just isn't appreciated in her own time. Truly. She lives in a pink house. So much. I see that for her. I see her living in, like, a little, like, New Orleans cottage. (laughs) No, it's <laughs> like two stories. <laughs> but oh. um yeah, God, she's she is understated. Well, I think she's getting more like fame now, but she was kind of like the Judy Greer. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, like this show it was a big thing for her because she's like a star, like one of the stars. And she got a lot of press around the show. And a lot of the press that she got around the show was basically just like, hey, Jennifer Coolidge is underrated. <laughs> Too true. And that was no shade to Judy Greer. She deserves everything. She's also a phenomenal actress yeah. who's overlooked. Too. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to watch. Yeah. I'm excited to discuss with you. Um, in other news, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, Dak Shepard, and Kristen Bell don't bathe their kids. That's what you've missed. Oh my god, that's the fact that this is literally the only celebrity news <laughs> we have to talk about. I can't. I can't. I hate I it. I know. Here's the thing. Kids are dirty. You've got to bathe them because they can't bathe themselves. Kids get like a sour smell to them so easily. Ew. Um, speaking of having six nieces and nephews. But yeah, they've both come out and said they don't bathe their kids until they can see dirt on them or they like smell. And you know that other people are smelling your kids before you smell them. I was going to say, you know how long it takes for you to, like, smell someone? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, it's really annoying. And the fact, like, these adults not showering and stuff like that. Like, okay. Like, Ashton and Mila, we love you. But, like, why? <laughs> why did you start this? Why would you bring that up? But also, I feel like this has been, like, a growing topic for years. Because remember, at one point, it was a big thing where, like, was it Miley Cyrus or someone said that they never washed their legs in the shower? It was Taylor Swift. Was it really? Yeah, like, on Ellen. Oh. Well, and I think that that's really gross. Like, wash your legs. So, the fact, if these people are not showering for multiple days at a time and then when they do shower they are not washing their full bodies that's repulsive well it's like you know that they work out every day they all have like trainers so then at the same time I'm like are you guys lying because you think it makes you like I don't know fucking relatable or something because no (laughs) just like kids smell so bad (laughs) I'm just like kids not showering or like bathing like kids are gross man because it's like at least with adults like we know to like wash our hands or like not play with dirt you know what I mean like, right yeah it's like kids are literally playing in dirt all day and like picking their butt and like putting their hands on their pants and like being gross kids are yeah. gross I'm just I'm also I'm very much a showerer um. Yeah, like I don't know. I like to shower before I go to bed. I, I just like feeling clean. Like, why don't you like feeling clean? Are you not bothered by feeling dirt on you? I'm like an every other day shower, but I also like work at home and like don't do anything. So I'm like, right. Granted, <laughs> I. I like do if I do like to work out regularly. So if I'm working out, then yes, I 100% need to shower because as we discussed, yeah, girl, sweaty. True. Yeah, if I work out, I shower. 
But it's like, I work at home. I usually don't leave my house during the day. So it's like, if I do that, I shower like every other day. But like, not bathing your kids until you can smell them. That's like, God, like to me, I'm like, that's like two weeks. Yeah, that's pretty gross. So much under your skin, especially times like these. Germs are real. Well, just, like, think, all I can think about is, like, their bedding. Like, how bad does their bedding smell? Oh, yeah, that's gross. Because literally everyone's bedding is gross. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what you've missed while we were um, in the Cayman Islands running from Busy Phillip. <laughs> what else? Oh, Chet Hanks is um, an anti-vaxxer. He thinks COVID is the flu, even though his parents were one of the first people to get to- COVID. Dude, that guy. I mean, you gotta appreciate him for what it is, but I think he's hilarious. Like, delu- in a delusional way. I'm like, your parents literally were hospitalized. Both of them were literally hospitalized and quarantined in Australia in the first month of the pandemic. <laughs> But you don't think you think COVID is just the flu, and you don't think people should get vaccines. <sighs> like, listen, if you're agreeing with Chet Hanks, I feel like that should tell you that you're wrong. Yeah, like if you're looking for guidance in life from Chet Hanks, that's issue numero uno, my friend. Well, I'm like, if your opinion of the vaccine lines up with Chet Hanks, look at a mirror. Stop it. Get some help. He takes a Jamaican accent. So <laughs> his parents were literally hospitalized with COVID. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> White Boy Summer is over. Um, and then pretty much anything else is that DeBaby's fully canceled himself. Goodbye. Oh. Yeah. The baby, this is the end because he's homophobic and ignorant about AIDS. So bad, and he, just the way he like continued to like double down on it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm like, who is his like publicist? Like, where are they? Are they like on a like vacation in the Cayman Islands where they have no this is not sponsored by the Cayman Islands. <laughs> but by the way, I don't think Army Hammer's there anymore. If you guys want to travel there, feel free. Um I hope his publicist fucking quit by now. Well I was like because it's like he what had happened was he was doing a performance, he like went on stage and like randomly started talking about how like he doesn't want anybody with AIDS in the crowd. And that, like, everyone who has AIDS is, like, a junkie. It was very, and, like, sucking dick. Or it was very random and weird and, like, didn't make any cohesive sense. But very yeah, homophobic like, and ignorant. Yeah, like, incredibly offensive. Like, it didn't make sense, but it was just incredibly offensive. And then he just kept putting his foot in his mouth where he was like, "Not my gay fans don't have AIDS. Because <laughs> they're not junkies shooting up. Oh my and then, god. And then people were like, no, stop. And then he was like, I should be able to be allowed to be homophobic. 
if they're allowed to be gay. Oh my it, god. And it was like, no. And then he put out an apology on Instagram that was like, I was so ignorant. I'm sorry. Obviously, it was like written from by someone else because he clearly didn't change his ways. Yeah. And then the publicist came back from vacation and was like, what the fuck did I miss? <laughs> and then as of this past few days, he has deleted the apology. So gosh. And he's been canceled. Like he got kicked off of every music festival that he was doing. Like he was like literally like the day of Lollapalooza, he was like supposed to go on stage and they like told him like you can't come here and perform. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so um, yeah. Uh you know, cancel culture is a complicated topic in today's world. And I would say for the most part, I don't agree with it. But I think this is a case where it's like an exception where this person has just shown like no remorse, no desire to change or learn or better themselves or understand. And for that, you're out. Cut it out. Don't talk to me. <laughs> well yeah like Miley Cyrus was like trying to post on Instagram like to baby let's have a conversation let me educate you and I'm like girl if he's this famous at his grown ass age and he is like being ignorant for no reason it wasn't like <laughs> that's the thing it's like it was like for no reason I mean homophobia is for no reason all the time but you know what I mean like yeah, he came not- on stage and just like randomly started talking about this yeah it's not like it was he was in an interview and someone asked this was like unprompted yeah so it's like or it wasn't like an old tweet from like when he was 11 right it was like this was last week unprompted for no reason he went on stage and started talking about like being homophobic and AIDS which was like why are you talking about AIDS like that's so random yeah so it's like Miley like I appreciate that you like want to educate people and like I get where you're coming from and I like really respect that and in some certain situations I think that's appropriate but in this situation I think that he's just homophobic girly and I think that's just what it's gonna be agreed agreed so yeah and then in the same week I don't know which came first chicken or egg but Matt Damon. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Just because it's so stupid. It, is. it really is. It's so embarrassing. Talk about he's this this man. This is the same man that like took the bait during an interview of the me during the me too movement like at the height of the me too movement when someone asked about that and he i don't even remember his answers i don't want to like put words in his mouth because well i don't know i'd probably make it better than what he actually sounded but he just said the most like the whole like oh it's hard to be a man these days type of answer well he said that like some men deserved to suffer from me too and others didn't it just depended on the degree of sexual assault or something like that. That's right. It's like you can't pick and choose. And then he did the same thing again. Because wasn't this during an interview where he just, like, walked into it? Yes. Who let man give interviews? Talk about other, like, publicists. Like, God, you know this publicist is just, like, sitting in the background. And she spent 
hours prepping him probably. And they just hear this man up there throwing shit like this out there. And oh, well, okay. (laughs) I'm only laughing because it's like, you fucking idiot. Himbo. Yeah. So, but but it was like really funny because I was listening to Jack Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert, that day, that morning, um, and Matt Damon was on. And I don't think about Matt Damon ever. Like, I've never had a crush on him. I've never watched the Born Identity movies. Like, I literally never think about Matt Damon. He's, like, never crossed my mind. Like, I don't give two shits about Matt Damon. Oh, I used to love me some Matt Damon. I mean, back in the day when Matt Damon was, like, hot, like, I loved me some Matt Damon. See, like, I don't find him, like, very attractive. I don't like a lot of the movies that he's in. I don't have anything against it. Well, now I'm, like, you fucking idiot. (laughs) But, like, I've just, like, never, I've literally not even not cared about Matt Damon. I've never even thought to not care about Matt Damon. But he was on Armchair Expert, which I really like that podcast. And the co-host, Monica, I guess, has, like, loved him for forever. So it was, like, a big deal that he was on. So I was, like, let me listen to the fucking episode. And I listened to the episode, and I was like, okay, that was, like, a lovely episode. Matt Damon seems like a nice guy, whatever. Yeah. That afternoon, I was like, I still don't care about him. He seemed, like, kind of ignorant because he, like, kept cutting Dax off and, like, shutting down, like, open-ended questions. I'd be like, like, Dax would be like, do you ever feel like, and he'd be like, no, I actually had a really great relationship with my father. And I was like, okay. And now that conversation's just over. Anywho. And so I was like, that interview was like, okay. But like, you know, he seems like a nice enough guy. And then that afternoon, like just a few hours later, it came out that this interview and you guys were like, what did he say? And it's like, have you been living under a rock? You should already know. But what had happened We're literally was, dancing around it so much. <laughs> what had happened was he was doing an interview. I don't even know how this questions came up or like why this story came into play. But he was talking about how he just this year, 2021, stopped saying the F slur. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he was talking about how he made a joke at the dinner table and he said the F slur and his teenage daughter like stormed off, which go you girl. Because she was so offended, and he was like, "What's the problem? I I say it in a joke and stuck on you." Which I'm like, "Who even remembers that movie? The fact that you even brought that movie up is hilarious and camp on its own." Right, right, right. And then I guess his daughter was like so offended that she like wrote him a letter and like expressed all the ways that it was like so offensive that he would even think to say that word, which who is this little queen i need to meet her no oh my god just imagine she's probably she probably is so humiliated like take the most embarrassment that your dad has ever given you multiply it by a million for him being a celebrity add homophobia and oh my god she probably wants to kill him she's probably literally not speaking to him i hope well, she- i love her I know. Speak to us. Guests of the pod. <laughs> Talk to me. Um, <laughs> and so she wrote him a letter saying, like, why are you such a fucking homophobic idiot? Yeah. Dad. 
god. And he was like, and I learned I should stop saying that word in 2021. I'm sorry, that word has like not been acceptable. Well, it should have never been acceptable, but it's like been not acceptable in mainstream life. Um, I would say for 20 years, if not more. Yeah, and to reference a silly comedy film from the early, was it early 2000s or like early 2010s? Probably early 2000s. Early 2000s, and it was a flop BT dub. It was. It was stupid when it came out. So to like reference that now as if like it's like a cop out, like no, that's not okay. But also... And I'm not saying that this is makes it okay. I'm saying think about how many movies you watch from 10 or 15 years ago and you watch them now and you just like cringe because you're just like, oh, that would never slide. Like, oh, that would never slide. Like, I don't know, one that comes to mind is a lovely classic film, White Chicks. Like, that Ew. movie does not hold up as amazing as it is and was in its time. It does not hold up. But you can't be using these things as, like, an excuse now or as, like, a reason to for it to be okay now. The fact that you said it in a script 15 years ago. Ugh. Well, I'm like, how do you work in Hollywood and you, like, don't know that the S slur is a slur? Oh, God. Like, you have to be such a fucking idiot. And, like, choose not to hear people. Which, clearly, we've been new because of the whole Me Too thing. Anyways, then he tried to backtrack and say that that didn't happen, even though he's the one that said it in the interview. And he said that, actually, what actually happened was him and his daughter had a meaningful conversation about slurs and, like, why we don't use them. And he's actually never... He's called anybody the F word in his life. Uh, Sir! <laughs> pick a lane. And yeah. don't pick the fake one. Because we already know. Because it's like, what journalist just makes up that random story? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's a word that he, like, threw around daily. But that doesn't matter. Just the knowledge of not knowing that that's not okay. Well, the fact that you would make a homophobic joke in 2021 on its own is, like, so embarrassing and, like, you're stupid. But, like, the fact that you would think that it's, like, okay to say the F word in a joke on its own. Sir, you're unwell. Yeah. I won't even say that word. I don't even type that word. Like, so, yeah. Matt Damon, and then the next day, (laughs) the next day, (laughs) (laughs) the next day, Matt Damon's literal best friend, truly, Um, we're not being sarcastic. On a Dunkin' Donuts run. (laughs) Matt Damon's literal best friend, Dunkin' Donuts queen, Ben Affleck, was photographed doing a Dunkin' Donuts run. For this conversation, we'll say that's not problematic. 
anymore because this little queen went and wore a love is love rainbow shirt the next day amazing we stand Ben Affleck now we he do. has risen like a phoenix from the ashes if you know what On I mean back <laughs> <laughs> like damn but I'm like I'm like yeah fuck not Damon but that's like been your best friend since childhood you don't have to do it to him like that I literally it was amazing though I needed that <laughs> oh my god off to get his iced coffee oh god so funny Matt you Damon, do. you fucking idiot. You know Jennifer dresses him, so that was probably all J-Lo. You know Jennifer was pissed. Oh, yeah. She's like, we don't talk to Matt anymore. Wear this shirt. And you better go wear this shirt <laughs> and get photographed. If we're going to be dating, you're not going to bring me down with your hometown friend. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer hates Boston for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's like the only good thing that came out of Boston is hilarious Boston. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Anywho. So honestly, that's all the drama that we have for celebs, unless Megan has anything else to add. I don't think so. I do want to acknowledge I almost don't, but I already brought it up, so now I'm stuck. Um, that The Bachelorette ended. Oh, 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 actually I meant to ask you about this and I forgot. Tell us, tell us the drama about this Greg character because I know nothing. I don't want to be the one to speak on this because I have an unpopular... Speak on it. Be brave. I, have, I honestly have like an unpopular opinion People are mad at Greg. Why? He, he, okay, so the Bachelorette ended. There's three guys left. Um, this guy Greg, who has been like a huge front runner from the beginning. Him and Katie definitely have a connection, but I personally haven't been that into him because I don't think he's hot. And he's kind of he's got like sad boy vibes. And, Wait, let me look him up. Yeah, and. Um, there's a guy, Justin, who I adore, but he's kind of that guy who is just like, why, how is he still here type of guy, you know? Yeah. There's there's always one. And then there's Blake, who you probably remember from Tasia and Claire's season. He's, he came back for Katie and like wanted to join the show. And they also have like a really big connection. And he's my front runner because they He's kind of weird and doofy, but, like, him and Katie do clearly have a big connection, and I, like, see it for them. So, three guys. Katie's prop, and they have their little, like, hometowns where she met their families, and Katie's, like, loving on Greg right now. Like, Greg's probably winning at this point. And then Greg just kind of, like, freaked the fuck out after his, after she met his family and was like, you're not giving me the validation I need, and left her ass. Okay. Literally just left her, like, left her. And then she wanted to, like, quit the show. She was ready to, like, go home. Our girl, Caitlin Bristow, talked her out of it. And Katie ultimately ended up getting engaged to Blake. 
which is what I saw, which is what I wanted to happen in the first place. But if Greg hadn't left, you know, it's that type of awkward thing that happened. Like it's happened before. When was it? Like Des's season? Desiree, yeah. Where it's actually, she's still married to him, and they have two kids. I know, but like it seems so awkward now because it's just like, are you am I winning by default or what? And that's that is what it seems like. Even though I personally thought that her and Blake had the better connection, but I think that she. I think there's a large possibility she would have chosen Greg, but I think it would have been the wrong, the wrong choice overall. So the drama is people are mad at Greg and calling him out for like gaslighting her during the whole breakup. Like when she had been valid, like she'd been validating him the whole time, like by giving him roses and kisses and dates and stuff. And he just, kind of like broke down and left like he couldn't take it anymore but people are really coming at him for like the toxicity of it all and like controversial opinion I don't I didn't really see that like it was a messy breakup 100% people have messy breakups but people are just like railing on this guy like well, yeah, yeah, like in a cancel seen... in a cancel culture type of way. Yeah, because I've seen people just say like very mean, hurtful things, and it's like, but at the end of the day, if he didn't want to get engaged to her, then he did the best thing for her and left. Yeah, and and, and it's, like, it's a bachelorette. Like none I'll of this also, is real. Yeah, and I'll also fully admit that during that breakup episode, I was like watching and working so doing that like multitasking kind of work so to be honest I wasn't paying that much attention of course they like replay every episode every breakup a million times throughout the finale and like after the rose and like make Katie react to it live but I don't know I didn't see it the way that a lot of people do and maybe that's because I'm missing something maybe that's because I've never like been in a toxic relationship like that where I've had I mean you know in that type of way. Um, so I don't really. She's so toxic. Why did they want. Like what. Like they want her to end up with him. <laughs> well yeah I get. No but he didn't seem toxic before. I, I don't. And then. And then there's this whole background story. Where he's. He studied acting. And that's kind of been a topic of conversation. That he might be shady from the beginning. Just because he's an actor. And that's honestly kind of what I thought. I was like this guy just seems seedy. But I don't think that this particular... So there's, like... I don't know. There's, like, a lot of layers to it. But, like, you know how, like, Bachelor Nation can be. They're coming, like, at the... By the masses for this guy. And I just don't necessarily feel as strongly about it as many of them do. I think he's a douchebag. And I think it was a messy breakup. And I think he handled it like an idiot. But that's just kind of how men and breakups work, to be honest. And on After the Rose, him and Katie, like reunited on stage for the first time and of course the producers made them like duke it out and Katie came at him hard and I think that Katie has every right to address him how she wants I recognize that she was hurt and she has every right to feel hurt and get her feelings out there but it was all just it was all a lot and honestly I just didn't think it was that deep I hate to say that that probably makes me sound bad and but that's just how I saw it. That was my take. That's it. 
see, this is like why I don't like The Bachelor anymore because it's like ugh, everything is just like so toxic, and it's like at the end of the day, these are real people who have to go back to like their real lives, and it's like because these two people broke up on a over emotional produced to make them crazy show you're gonna like like millions of people are gonna be like i fucking hope you die i hate you you suck it's like hello exactly and that's and that was part of the argument that's kind of like what they landed on after the rose where greg was just like you were and i saw his point here he was just like you were treating me like the bachelorette she like and she was because she was just like I was giving you validation through like roses and stuff and he wanted her to like get real with him I guess which I can totally understand and then when she didn't he clearly just like cracked under the pressure of this the show and this like weirdo unlike anything else environment yeah that's like stressful and emotional and they're like keeping you up all hours of the night and like feeding you alcohol and doing like extravagant things and like you barely know this girl and you're like competing for her and then you have to like meet her family she has to meet yours and like at the end of the yeah. you're supposed to be like getting married and it's like do like I don't know anything about this breakup or this guy but it's like and then like if you're unliked on the show then you leave yeah. and everyone in the world is sending you like hate and it's like that can like cause someone to kill themselves it's like yeah. do we not learn anything from like Speaking of Caitlyn Bristow season, when she right. like, literally had to like read hate tweets of herself out loud on the stage, it's like, hello, leave these people alone. Like, obviously, me and you have like talked shit about Bachelor, Bachelor people, but we talk yeah. about it in the context of the show. We're not like going to their Instagrams. We're not like messaging them. We're not like tweeting at them. Like, <sighs> yeah. So it's possible that my take on this is really. Out of her. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But to me, it seems like two people who were in an incredibly high stress situation, two very different situations, him as the contestant and her as the lead, and they were both just trying to do what was best and right for themselves, but it ended up being a very messy breakup. That's what it seems like to me. I don't think that it goes that much deeper than that. I hate to say it. I feel bad for him because like I don't even know this guy and I've seen so much hate for him. Yeah. And if he wasn't sad boy before, he's real sad boy now. <laughs> well, and I've seen, like, some Bachelor people, like, stand up for him and say, like, not stand up for him, but just, like... No, but now that... Choosing now, a side. Now everyone's saying that the producers are going hard to, like, former contestants to try to get them to speak out and, like, be nice about him just so people don't, like freak out I don't know but I'm like who cares we never need to see Greg again like I doubt that he's gonna show up on Paradise and it's not like he's gonna be the Bachelor so like it it is so silly but the good news whatever happy for Katie and Blake that's great but the good news is the reason why we put ourselves through all this is that Bachelor in Paradise is back on Monday I know and I already saw a spoiler today um same but I think I already knew that spoiler I mean it's hard if you follow these like bachelor instagram pages or like just see these bachelorette people are on like tiktoks and stuff spoilers galore that's the thing that's like hard with like social media is like you can't really keep anything a secret anymore yeah (laughs) um but at the end of the day i'm like actually really glad i didn't watch this season just like just like seeing all the shit 
I'm just like, God, this show is so evil and toxic and, like, truly ruined so many people's lives. Yeah, it wasn't a great season. I think she ended up with who she should end up with. I don't know if they'll last forever, but I think they'll last. I think they'll last for a while. Um, I'm excited for Michelle's season. I just like Michelle better. Like, Katie, I was, I don't know. I, I never really grew to love her as much as I wanted to. Yeah, Michelle just seems like such a little ray of sunshine um, on that season. Yeah, I just have a feeling that she's going to get some damn hotties. Well, shit. So when does that comes out after Paradise, right? Yeah, it actually premieres on my birthday. Oh my gosh. A wild Tuesday night. But isn't that ironic that Bachelor is always on our Monday, but they're changing it to a Tuesday. Which I is wrote in. Day. I asked them to do that. <laughs> oh my god, thank you. Early birthday present. Yeah. Because truly, if your birthday's on a Tuesday, what else do you have to do besides watch The Bachelorette? I don't know. I haven't had a birthday in two years. <laughs> <laughs> What's a birthday? Yeah, we'll probably be on lockdown again by October anyway, so. <laughs> um, Interesting. I did see all the pictures of Katie and Blake. Cute. Just based on, like, what I saw off of them from Tasia season and then that season, I can see, like, how their energy is like a line um yeah I have something to say about my thoughts on them but I'm going to text it to you because I feel like it's a little harsh <laughs> is it about him no it's about them together oh okay gosh tea well do you have any other thoughts no sorry you were about you were getting ready to sign off and then I went on like a 10 minute rant sign off <laughs> aim <laughs> oh I'm, BTG. I'm not doing anything i'm gonna go make another cup of that tea and watch rush tiktok <laughs> i'll sleep you guys this is truly my life if i'm not watching rush tiktok i'm watching fall hauls on youtube because i'm like so anxious for fall to get here it's fall i know i'm like every basic white bitch but fall is like my thrive season and like September one hits and like I'm putting out decorations. I don't give a fuck. I have nothing to live for. I've been in this fucking house. Oh, I am the same way. I don't know if I've told you, but Lauren is working at a home at home, like the <gasps> at home store right now. She is. Wait, does she and, have a family and friends discount? Lauren? Yeah, just told she told me that their like fall and Halloween stuff is already out and I'm gonna go fuck up that store one day on some discounted shopping prices. Wait, let me know if she has a family friend discount and send it to me. Okay. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> I love at home. That's where I got all my Christmas decorations for my tree last year. Oh, really? I've literally never been to an at home. And the one that she works at is in a very inconvenient location. So that's why I haven't been yet. But I promised her I'd go in the fall when they have all their fall decorations. So it's about my time. It's right around Megan, the corner. you'll lose your fucking mind. The first time I went was because I saw a woman on TikTok, little Cajun house. If y'all know, y'all know. And she went to at home for the first time. And I was like, what is this place? Turns out there's at, at home in the next town over. So oh. I went and I spent almost $500. 
Stop. And I was there for like three hours and I lost my damn mind. And you saw my Christmas tree from last year. It was fucking gorgeous. It was, but... But like I said so many times before, you're good at that stuff and that stuff stresses me out. And this is like one of the biggest at-home stores in the country because it's like in Queens and like a big-ass shopping center. And I literally, like when the store first opened, I literally saw people doing like TikToks on it. Like, oh my God, y'all, you have to check out this new store at like and do it like doing the whole like walk through the store type of thing. And it just looks overwhelming. I'm scared. Okay, I have $700 in flight tickets. (laughs) I'm like about to fly there get a u-haul home <laughs> oh my god yeah help me i can't do this on my own oh my god i'm i'm actually gonna look it up <laughs> and it's because i feel so giddy right now <laughs> okay i'll ask about the discount for you okay thank you because you know where all your I... presents are coming from <laughs> please oh my god <laughs> It's such a beautiful store. I went to the one that's, like, near me, and then I went to the one that's near my parents. wasn't as good, but it's still good. I got some few garlands, but truly life-changing. And by the way, y'all, if you're like, you spent $500 at this, I bought a, a whole Christmas tree. That was, like, the majority of my budget. And it was a nine-foot Christmas tree, and I got it for $200. And if you guys know anything about Christmas trees, that's, like, actually, like, a really great deal. So... God, I feel alive. <laughs> you had such a detailed like story about your Christmas tree last year. I didn't realize that it was from at home. Oh yeah, all and all my ornaments were from at home, and then I got a few like table decor. I didn't really go that hard for Christmas last year because I had like semi just moved into my house. Uh-huh. Um, so I was like, okay, I don't know. But this year, I've already been looking. I'm already. <laughs> you guys wow i've just got a new wind in me i've already been (laughs) you haven't felt this in weeks (laughs) (laughs) i haven't i've already been planning my theme for halloween and i'm gonna i'm gonna slowly do september 1st i'm gonna put some fall stuff out you know just normal fall stuff not halloween yet yes october 1st that's when i'll transition into halloween but i gotta find a like niche theme this this year i think i'm gonna do like witches but not like cutesy witches i'm gonna do like subtle witch love it and then i've already been thinking about what i'm gonna do for my holiday christmas stuff this year i'm thinking like I did this a little bit in my Seattle apartment the Christmas before I moved. I'm kind of wanting to lean towards either doing like a plaid pearl type Christmas tree. Okay. Or like a nutcracker theme. Everything. Oh, I like that. It's very like Real Housewives of New York, the nutcrackers. Yeah. I've literally been um, writing things down. Oh my god! Well, um, I'll keep you posted on my fall finds and on that discount. Wow. Okay. I don't know if I'll sleep tonight. <laughs> Good God. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye, Megan. Bye.